listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hey guys, editing Kristen here. Um, before we get things started with this week's episode, we have a little treat for you guys. Our resident bard, Andy Lane, is back with a brand new song penned by our very own Robin to the tune of Kesha's TikTok. For your listening pleasure, and without further ado, I give you Mr. Andy Lane. Wake up in the morning and I'm feeling shitty. Grab my book, I'm out the door after I pet church kitty. Woolsey won't intervene with the help of his pack. When Will leaves for the night, he ain't coming back. I'm talking petticoats covered in bows, bows. Sophie helping with clothes, clothes. Boys blowing up even foes, foes. Cyril is looking nice and hearty, pulling up to Lightwood's party. War walk line got me a bit tipsy. Don't stop, make them pop. Henry, blow that room up tonight. We're gonna fight till we see the sunlight. Tick tock, Morty's clock. Work Victorian robot. No, whoa, 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 oh. Whoa, 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 oh. You've got two weeks to save the world or it's Lottie's career. Ain't got no leads in our pocket, but we're dressed in our gear. And now the boys are training us because they hear we're in danger. But then Gabe starts talking shit and it draws Sophie's anger. I'm talking Mortman getting caught. Copy miscommunication with the plot. Plot Benny ending up with squat, squat. Now, now we go until they kick us out, out, or the console shuts us down, down, console shuts us down. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 101, where we will be discussing chapter 13 of Clockwork Prince, The Mortal Sword. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. Woo! Woo! <laughs> What a song that was, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Robin, for writing that. I was laughing the whole freaking time. Seriously. Seriously. Andy's practicing it, singing it to me, and I'm literally just cracking up. He's like, what? And I'm like, no, it's just she did a really good job. It was really funny. (laughs) This is funny. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know, but but it's funny. (laughs) Okay, I have a question for you guys. Yes. It's such a silly question, but I just got to know. In what order do you get dressed when you get out of the shower? And do you dry off all the way when you get out of the shower before you get dressed? Yes. Okay, thank God. What if you're My husband gets dressed and he still has water on his body. Oh, no. Oh god. No. Gross. You just get stuck in your clothes. Yes. But I guess I guess men have looser fitting clothes than women do. That's probably true. Yeah, or it is true, so it's probably a good I point. I sit on I sit on the bed in a towel. No, I don't. And would you just get out of the shower Air and you dry. hang out until you're dry, basically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, I Okay. And then Yeah. So do you like socks first? Hat first? No, underwear first. <laughs> and then the I bra. saw that the the thing that prompted me was this guy said he puts his socks on first. No. No, no. no. Socks okay. are last. Okay, so so my my yes. system is out of the shower, dry off body and legs, right? Hair in the towel, okay. Uh huh. Um, and then underwear, bra, pants, 
and then usually slippers, and then I get ready, and then tank top, sweater, whatever, <laughs> you know. Okay, okay, uh-huh. Or tank top shirt sweater is usually. Yeah. Because we're millennials, so we wear an undershirt with everything. Everything. Oh, yeah. I have one on right now. Everything. Me too. I, I cannot um, go without one. I only wash my hair once a week, and I do it before bed. So okay. Otherwise, my hair is dry hair. in the morning. Uh huh. Um, so I don't have to worry about like drippy on my t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So I don't wait. Yeah, my hair dries too quickly. I don't. I I can't imagine Kristen has that problem either. Yeah, no. Drippy hair. No, not yeah. really. Oh, if I wash my yeah, if I wash my hair, I used to wash it in the morning before I'd go to work. And when I washed it every day, and it was like my shirts were soaking wet, the tops of them. Crazy. And stuff. It's gross. Yeah, I have to take my hair out of my towel within a few minutes of getting out of the shower, or my hair will start to dry like that. <laughs> so I have I quickly get dressed and then take my hair out pretty quickly yeah. because yeah, I have to blow dry it or it looks flat all day. Oh long. yeah, no. Yeah. It's well, if if I don't blow dry my hair, my hair is can only be worn up until it's washed yes. again and has yep. an opportunity to be blow dried. Exactly. <laughs> it is worthless. It looks like uh, yep. it looks like Filch's hair. Like that's what it looks like. <laughs> I just gotta skull it. Oh dude, I can't blow dry my hair yep. or it gets four 100. sizes too big. That's so crazy. I'm so jelly. Even with your undershave. Uh-huh. Shave under. It's Yeah, it's still really thick. <sighs> so, That's... Robin, you do also underwear bra? Yeah. Pants. Okay, okay. Tank okay. tie. I mean, that's assuming too, I'm wearing that's... underwear. <laughs> Dude, no. That's gross. That's super gross. Oh, it depends on what I'm wearing. Don't tell me. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay. At least with jeans, right? You're going to wear underwear. Yeah, usually, yeah. Okay, usually <laughs> you know, can you just imagine the zipper rubbing on your body like, like no out. pass it's got like a like there's a i guess there's fabric. fabric yeah I just, uh, uh-uh. uh, but like uh. if i'm wearing like like workout pants like 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 spandex yoga pants or something i'm not wearing I'm yeah with that weird or okay a dress a dress i could see i mean i would still do it but i'm Absolutely okay with not. that I'll allow if it. it's a long dress, absolutely not. <laughs> there is no need. Crazy. <laughs> Unnecessary. That's so funny. I, I'm usually not wearing a bra either. <laughs> I was gonna say that you you don't even wear a bra, yeah. So it just summertime is just I, like moo moo dress. That's it. That's all that. <laughs> that's all I need to wear. Let the breeze do its thing. Yep. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, that is that was my question. I just had to know if I was the same. We're all literally the same. Underwear, bra, pants, shirt. Undershirt. Uh-huh. Yes. To make Undershirt. it clear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like you can't put a top on until you've blow dried your hair because you'll get too hot and then you'll yes. start sweating. So it's only the uh-huh. bra until you're finished getting the up up top ready and then you can put the rest of the clothes on you have to have the fan on too (laughs) have a bathroom fan because i get too hot yeah uh the baby only well not only but the she both of my kids actually the reason i tried it with her is because it was good with lincoln the hair dryer calms them down Mm. so like if she's upset and i just need a few more minutes sometimes i'll just stand there with the hair dryer on cool 
to like finish my eyebrows or something because it so thank goodness it has the cool section or it would be really freaking hot in my house (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) anywho thanks for playing along yeah i like it oh my gosh well i can't wait till my hair's longer Mm-hmm. because you mean in like, like three weeks yeah <laughs> she's louise so i have such a deep millennial part mm. but i cut bangs in my fit of 2020 insanity uh-huh and so my hair doesn't pull over enough to where it's not amoed out in my face uh-huh. and it drives me bonkers uh-huh. And I just can't. Jeez. <sighs> oh, All right. Well, we we wanted to um, have the opening be the song, so we kind of did our our recap in reverse. Um, <laughs> but why don't? What do you guys say we cut the chit chat and kick things off with me? Yeah, with Kristen. <laughs> Kristen's. No, 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 no. We have like a bunch of old reviews. Oh, do we? Oh, oh that's do we? Right. You're oh, yeah. right. I'm sorry. We do. We have okay. a bunch of old ones because we were waiting for Amanda to get back because we wanted to okay. hear them in her voice. Where did we land? What do I do? I just need to start reading well, it. Usually, we introduce you super awkwardly, and by okay. we, I mean Kristen. Amanda okay. has something in nice. To Amanda say. has something. She has an announcement to make you guys listen really hard. <laughs> he hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Okay, I have some amazing news. We have reviews. Yay! Okay, so this one is from Gabby B. It is from July. Sorry, Gabby! (laughs) Um, It says, relatable, enjoyable, and overall amazing. Oh my god, I agree. Uh, This podcast... Is the o- Oh, this is the only podcast I am always excited to hear. These girls are truly re- real and make me feel, make me like the Shadowhunters books even more than I ever did before. I literally could not think or hear the name Jake anymore without laughing. <laughs> thank you for making this a phenomenal podcast. Aww. Thank you, Gabby oh, B. You. You're amazeballs. Okay, yeah. guess what? There's more. <gasps> well, uh, wait, there's more. I think we have read this one. <laughs> we don't know. We should probably keep, you know, like a file of all of them, but we don't because we're not organized. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to read it again just in case. Okay. Um, but I do recognize this name, uh, that nerd over there. I'm pretty positive. I, we, I remember no, that name. this before. I think I have. I'm going to read it just in case okay. because that would be mean. Um. It's titled Nerd, which is my favorite. (laughs) Uh, Rarely do I find podcasts that I can stick by for more than a couple of episodes, but this one is one of the four podcasts that I have listened to every episode of. I'm so happy that I saw an advert for this podcast. Hmm. Uh, Otherwise, I would still be searching for one, one... with this kind of content and miserably failing. The jokes are epic and I live for that nerd button. Whoop, whoop. Uh, where I, where can I find one? Kristen, where did you get that? Amazon, I think. Okay. By the way, this is from 2020. So I'm pretty sure we had to read this. We also, the Instagram page is great. <laughs> I love the memes and the voting. If you are a TSC fan, uh, this podcast is for you. Aww. Thank you, that nerd over there, once again. Yes, 
thank you again. We're Preach. just recycling old reviews. We're that desperate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm having a hard time with my pooter here. Okay, I'm sorry. This one? Is this one? Okay, one more. This one's from this year. Okay. Nope. Not no. Dad joke. It's from last year. Yeah. <laughs> 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 haven't seen you since last year. Yeah. I hated but... that when I worked in an office. <sighs> See you next year. <laughs> Not funny. Brad. I did it. And I thought it was funny. I know it's not. But I did it. All right. This is from P. Johnson 2948. Way to make it complicated. I love it. I do the same with mine. <laughs> Tons of numbers. <laughs> Okay, this podcast makes my day. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. When I got my new phone last summer, I was looking for a podcast about shadow hunters and I found Downworlder Dish. And I ultimately fell in love with Robin, Amanda, and Kristen's view of the Shadow Hunter Chronicles. I laugh out loud with every episode, even if I am uh, very behind by a lot. But I still love this podcast and will continue until I am caught up. Listening to this podcast with your opinions made me wonder what I was thinking when I read the Shadow Hunter Chronicles. It's true. Like when we go back, uh-huh. we're like, uh-huh. what was I thinking originally? I obsessed with the Shadow Hunters when I watched the TV show and I decided to read the books. This podcast has made me think of Shadow Hunters in a different way. Love you, girls. Aw, thank you. Thank you, you so too. much, P. Johnson. <laughs> Let's all talk over each other so you can't hear. Yep. And it's just high octaves. On <laughs> on brand <laughs> that's how you know we're happy yeah <laughs> i mean they said that they love us the way we are so i feel like that was yeah. a perfect response faux shizzle <laughs> okay guys that's all okay. i think only one of those was pre pre-used that's what i'm gonna say okay <laughs> pre-used <laughs> all right ladies that was everything I had to say. That's all I had to say about that. <laughs> so now, why don't we cut the chit chat and I'll kick things off. I I have nothing clever to say. Awkward segue. With, with myself. Corner. That's weird. <laughs> Kristen's keep up. Cooter. I always go to that. That's always my thing. <laughs> Not cooter. No, Kristen's cooter. <laughs> it's canon. That's what we're using. Welcome to Kristen's cooter. <laughs> I'll be your host for the next 18 minutes. Amazing. Because longer than that, and I'm just tired. <laughs> <sighs> okay. <clears throat> we're back, baby. Right. So to- you're welcome. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. <laughs> and by the way, guys, uh, we have a special guest star, uh, Olivia. So if you hear yes. cooing, that's what it is. Deal with it. We're yeah. working moms. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let it Sorry. melt your icy Shit heart. Happens. <laughs> it's the sweetest sound in the world. It is. Uh... Okay, so Tessa rolls into Jasmine's room after her midnight hit and run with Will uh, to find Sophie faithfully standing guard with a silver hair- hairbrush poised to strike if the little trailer. Trailer? <laughs> the little trailer. If the shoe fits. If the shoe fits. 
<laughs> I forgot how I forgot how fast I write my script to be read. <laughs> <laughs> With a silver hairbrush poised to strike if the little traitor roused. Sophie uh, might not be, like, a skilled warrior, but that girl is a ride or die if I've ever seen one. Like, she's like, I don't know what I can do, but I got a hairbrush and I'm willing to use it. <laughs> yep. Shut that shit down. Right? You know she's got, like, Shadowhunter style muscles with all that water she's carrying and stuff. Dude. Yeah. Schlepping the cure. And by the way, yeah. I am not. I know I complain every time. So deal with it. Do but, it again. Um, I don't like the way the narrator on the book use, does Sophie's voice. That's mm-hmm. not my okay. jam. That's not what Sophie remember. sounds like. It's a, it's a bit saccharine for me. Uh huh. Well, it's like hmm. there's a moment where is it Cyril or is it Sophie or was it Thomas? One of them <laughs> slips into like. Some, a member of the staff slips into more of like a, a cockney sort of accent, I guess. And then they're like, oh, excuse me. Like, I don't speak like that. And she was a housemaid. Like, she doesn't have that accent. Yeah. She doesn't sound like huh. that. But to be okay. fair, she's written that way. Her her dialogue is written with like cut off words and st- like it's written to be read that way. Even though uh-huh. you're right, it doesn't make sense for the, her character. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So naturally, Sophie's freaking the fuck out because Tessa looks like she's been running for her life and is about two breaths away from a nip slip. <laughs> Catching a glimpse of herself in the mirror, Tessa's thoughts are momentarily pulled back to Will and his hands and his lips. Oh, boy. And it's time to wake up Charlotte. Okay. <laughs> Focus. Change the subject. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Sophie is understandably terrified. She's like, I'm in so much fucking trouble. She's like, I might get arrested. Like, this is bad. Yeah. (laughs) But as Tessa explains, they're in way over their heads and it's time to call the adults. Finally, a reasonable teenager in a YA book. Right. (laughs) I'm going to read the next little bit. Have a little snippet. Snippet, if you will. I just really like this line. Um, Tessa sank into the chair by the bed, wincing as Jessamine's dress pinched her. I wish you I wish you would call me Tessa. I know, miss. Sophie left, closing the door quietly behind her. So I liked this line because it really for me showcased like Sophie establishing boundaries. Like like, I know you think of me as a friend and I, I like I understand that and I wish that could be true. But the reality is, is that we're completely different. And I know you think this isn't a big deal, but it's a huge deal to me. Like kind of like as much as I love you, we can never be like you can never relate to me because you really don't understand what it's like to be in my place. And so right, I'll, right. I'll continue to call you miss because I'm reminding you of what my place is and what your place is. Because I feel like for Sophie, it's like, it's so easy for her to end up being the one burned by miscalculating that relationship. Uh And Tessa doesn't really understand that. Right. But, um, I don't know. I just, I really, I really enjoyed what that did to their relationship in 
moving and kind of adding a layer of complexity to like what will then become their relationship going forward. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um so this is a bit of a, whi- a whiplash chapter. Um so we're moving right along to Magnus being a Victorian emo king as he lounges in his absent lover's <laughs> study, reading sad boy poetry and waiting for a wayward shadow hunter to bust in and ruin his quiet night. So Will doesn't make him wait long, (laughs) pushing past Archer to stand before Magnus in all his muddy glory. Of course, Magnus is on no one's time schedule but his own, shushing Will in order to read aloud the Industrial Revolution equivalent of a Tumblr page of nothing but dashboard dashboard confessionals lyrics, Um, at least according to Will, since he calls the author sentimental and overrated. But and of course, know. Will like oh Darby like a little That was him quoting and everything. Right. Like, Get out! Nobody go away. <laughs> Smarty pants. Shots fired. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> so Magnus is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want? Uh huh. And Will is amped as fuck. <laughs> like I just imagine he's so buzzing with adrenaline. Like he doesn't even like realize how fucked up he is. Yep, he just got out of the mosh pit, dude. Yeah, he pushes up his sleeve, revealing a gruesome wound, and rips out the demon tooth that's embedded in his flesh, and is like, uh, you can use this to summon summon the bastard, right? Like, you can do that, right? Can you do that? (laughs) Hey, do me a favor. Yeah. (laughs) No biggie. I love that Magnus is so fucking jaded from, like, this lifestyle of being immortal that's, like around all these warriors and stuff um that his first reaction to will gushing blood everywhere everywhere was to be like uh not on the carpet like what are you right. doing not on the carpet like like he couldn't like magic that out of there too you know like it just, was a very oh, like yeah that's sure mahogany moment you know what i mean <laughs> Dude, that's why Amanda wants to be a warlock, so she can magically clean her kitchen. Oh, my God. I want Could you too. imagine? Bibbity bobbity fucking boo, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay, I have a dumb question uh-huh. that you probably don't know the answer to, but you kind of are a walking Victorian Wikipedia. Oh, geez. So isn't this, like, one of the, like, carpets pretty expensive because it's not used a lot? Because oh, the okay. textiles are expensive and stuff? Oh, I mean, I would assume that any, I mean, this is the beginning of the Industrial Revolution. So, like, feasibly, yes, they could have machine-made rugs because, like, they were available at the time. But Camille would not buy a Uh machine-made rug. Like, it's 100% going to be a handmade rug that's probably super Uh, old. Imported. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's probably, like, collected it amongst her travels. And we know she's old as fuck. So, it's probably, like, something really rare and... You know, uh-huh. expensive. Um, Interesting. I forgot where I was. Sorry. Busting on. Oh, I interrupted you when he said not the carpet. Oh, not the carpet. <laughs> right. Okay. And then he's like, oh, shit. That's a lot of blood. Don't you have like a rune for that? <laughs> I just love his reaction. It's so like, what are you doing? Like, be reasonable. Yeah. But, he, you know, he is who he is. Right. But Will's a man you know, on- what? Oh, I just, I guess I could bring it up in a minute, but since we're already interrupting you, um, 
to me, it seems interesting that Will was so, which I guess maybe he was also hopped up on drugs and he's been so badly wanting to see this demon. Mm-hmm. But like, he was so terrified of this demon just a few years ago and the demon was not at all afraid of him. So it's kind of surprising that in this element, he, the demon would run from him. Well, he's a shadow hunter now. I, I don't guess know if that's he, true. I don't think he knows that it's Will. I don't think the demon made that connection. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't think like, he it was knows. Just, yeah. Yeah, no. But it was just a shadow hunter being like, hey, you. Yep. And you're like, oh, your whole job is to slay me. Gotta go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can get with that. Thank you. Makes me feel better. <laughs> but no. Yeah. I don't think he, he knows it's him. Because he's Good like, point. what did I do? Did I sleep with your wife? Like, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um. So Will's a man on a mission, though. Uh, he found the demon, and now they have a way to summon it. Um. So he's, like, so close to being free. You can feel his desperation. I'm going to read this excerpt from his point of view. Or not from his point of view. It's from Magnus's, but it's them talking. <clears throat> I don't care about healing runes. I care about this. Will drop the bloody tooth in Magnus's hand. Find the demon for me. I know you can do it. Magnus glanced down with a Mew? M-O-U-E? Mew? We're gonna go with it. With a Mew of distaste. I almost, I most likely can, but the light in Will's face flickered. But? But not tonight, said Magnus. It may take me a few days. You'll have to be patient. Will looked, Will took a ragged breath. I can't be patient. Not after tonight. You don't understand. So he's 100% talking about Tessa here. And like, I can oh, yeah. feel him being like, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> I'm so Having to close. turn around and be mean again. Yeah. Because yeah. uh-huh. it's like he let his guard down. So now he's got to go back home and be Captain Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, like, she's going to catch feelings and die. Like, Don't make me do this again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it's like they're right in the middle of the Morty hunt, so he can't just go missing for like 72 hours, you know? Right, yeah. He can't pull a gem and just not show up to breakfast. Dude. (laughs) It's so crazy. Like, okay. Never mind. I'll wait till we talk about it to bring it up. Okay. I'm going to wait until we get to the point in the chapter. Okay. So at that point, Will promptly passes out. From the demon poison that's coursing through his veins, from through, I'm, we're gonna start over. <laughs> I like coursing through his bangs. <laughs> his fringe. At this point, Will promptly passes out um, from the demon poison coursing through his veins, uh, and we're whisked back into Tessa's point of view, and it's Tessa's turn to watch over Jessamine while Sophie goes to get Charlotte. So still cinched into Jasmine's two small clothes and very uncomfortable. Tessa has enough time for all of the emotions of the evening to come rushing back all at once. There's Nate, who despite being a murderous jackass, and she knows that he's a murderous jackass, he's still managed to break her heart again. Like just listening to him talk about how he's basically setting her up to spend the rest of her life in a in the silent city prison like yeah yep the one person that's supposed to care about her right what the fuck 
and her little balcony makeout sesh with Will Mindfuck Herondale. She's like, I don't, like, it seemed real, but, like, the roof and before seemed real, and I don't know, this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And then he ran off with a demon. Like, <laughs> the girl gotta can't go bye. <laughs> but of course, thinking about Will also brought to mind her hookup with Jem from the night before, and she's like, fuck. Like, I mean, I've been in this place where you're like, <laughs> you're like, I inadvertently maybe made some choices that put me in a sticky corner. <laughs> that has never happened to me ever in my whole life. <laughs> so this is what I was going to say just a couple seconds ago. It's I forgot. Obviously, we haven't we haven't visited the book for like six weeks mm-hmm. right five weeks mm-hmm. so i forgot like Eight. yeah really it was the night before yeah <laughs> yeah like, uh-huh. i just like that that moment in my head just didn't like connect how quickly it was yeah everything or, is quick I mean. in this book robin you should know that i know but i was just like dude dude especially Crazy. back then like how awful must she feel like i know everything yeah. with morty or stuff like dude that sucks. She's in a pickle. <laughs> it's awkward. She's pickle Tessa. It's awkward. Okay. I know there's a lot of excerpts, but this is important because I can't paraphrase this. This is just how it is. In that moment, she had wanted nothing but will, had felt nothing but will. Yet just the night before, she had touched and kissed Jem. She had felt that she loved him. She had let him see her as no one had ever seen her before. And when she thought of him now, thought of his silence this morning, his absence from dinner, she missed him again with a physical pain that could not that could not be a lie. Could you really love two different people at once? Could you split your heart in half? Or was it just that the time with Will on the balcony had been a madness induced by warlock drugs? Would it have been the same with anyone? The thought haunted her like a ghost. Okay. That's a good thought. Like, it could it have been any random person at the party. Right? But yeah. she knows that she has a history with Will. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So it's like, okay, did that just exaggerate things? She's really in a pickle. I Now, I, I will say, I know people give Cassandra Clare a lot of crap about her love triangles. I will say, out of all the love triangles and some of some love triangles that are in that people complain about, I don't see as real love triangles. So there is that, I will say. But uh-huh. the Will Gem Tessa love triangle is one of the best that I've ever read, not just in Cassandra Clare books. The way I feel, because I, I always pick one over the other, right? Like there's always an obvious right. favorite in a love triangle. This is the only time that I've been like, yeah, she loves both of them. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I can't, uh-huh. I don't see a way for her to own, like, I don't see a way where, where one of them is fake. I just don't see it. They feel right. like they all really do. They actually all feel like they all love each other. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole love thing. It's a circle. Yeah. Not a triangle. Like, I feel like if this was modern day, they could make a thruple work. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. I'm pretty yeah. sure Will and Jem would be into it. They'd try it out. Mm-hmm. I could they see could at least Will. take turns. Will would be like, yeah, I could see it. <laughs> it sounded worse than I meant it, Robin. What'd you say? <laughs> dying over there. I said they could take turns. I mean, like oh a polygamous God. thing where they like, Tessa just goes like to each of her husband's wife, houses. Sister yeah. husbands. Yeah. Brother yeah. husbands. Brother lover. Brother lovers. That's what we would call them. Brother lovers. Mm-hmm. That way we could just bring it back. Yep. Yep. Okay. So at that exact moment that Tessa realizes how fucked she is, Jessamine decides to wake up and scare the living shit out of her. <laughs> uh, Jessamine's confused, and since she's been out for several hours at this point, I would assume that she's also concussed. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but she still manages to figure out how she came to be tied up um, and waiting to be questioned by Charlotte. She's like, mm, Sophie. <laughs> She had the invitation. That's the last thing I remembered, and now I'm tied up. So, hmm. me thinks. <laughs> me so thinks so. <clears throat> so <laughs> you fucking with the Jar Jar Binks. Just fucking bring <laughs> it back the old shit. Love him. <sighs> we have a we we've had a lot of throwbacks. We had a Jake throwback earlier. Yeah, that's what we stand for. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a lot of dialogue in this season. In this season? Yep. Jesus Christ. Am I new? This is our 101st episode. It's like I've never done Are this you before. <laughs> yeah. Are you new here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of dialogue in this scene. Um, so here's my abridged version. Uh, so Tessa puts her hands on her hips, probably, so she can breathe. Um, you know, because it's, it's tight. Um, and she says, yeah, we know about Benedict's party and Nate and Jessamine properly scandalized. Gapes in horror. You read my mail? Like, what the fuck, That's dude? a federal crime, right? bitch. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> At this point, I imagine Tessa's, like, posted up on Jessamine's writing desk, filing her nails. And she's like, don't bother lying. I went to the party. And the Karen erupts from Jessamine as she realizes that not only did Tessa read her mail, she also stole her face. Rude. (laughs) Yep. Tessa must have gotten a taste for monologuing from her brother because she gives gives it a decent shot. Pretty much telling Jessamine everything she found out at the party. Uh, What? Yeah. Why? Why are you mm-hmm. telling her what you know? You're you're supposed to be questioning her. <laughs> yeah, right. It's weird. She's just like she's so Gotcha bitch. She yeah, exactly. Is. It does feel like she's mm-hmm. like a like cat that got the canary or whatever. Like Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nicer way to say it. <laughs> I like got you bitch. <laughs> gotcha bitch. <laughs> so um Oh, where am I? Oh, Jessamine argues that Tessa isn't a shadow hunter and therefore owes them no loyalty. Um, and that Nate loves her, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> you know, bullshit, bullshit. Mm-hmm. And Tessa's quick to slap that down, listing the numerous ways her brother is the worst and incapable of love. And then they have, there's this quick little line, um, quote, he will abandon you if he does not kill you first. Liar, Jessamine screamed. You don't understand him. You never did. His soul is pure and fine. Pure as ditch water, said Tessa. Yeah. <laughs> That's my 
shizzle. I love it. Oh my god! And ditch water in Victorian England was nasty. <laughs> Tessa really rubs the salt as well as the lemons and the limes in the wound. (laughs) (laughs) If you know, you know. Basically calling Jessamine a child playing at an adult's game. Like, these Mm. aren't your dolls. This isn't your fucking dollhouse. Like, this is real life. It's not a fantasy. But Jessamine has a snappy comeback at the ready. And she says... I should say. Uh, Jessamine bared her teeth. In that moment, she looked enough like a trapped, cornered animal that Tessa almost shrank back. I love Nate, she said, and he loves me. You are the one who does not understand love. Oh, I cannot decide between Will and Jem. Who shall I do? Or, oh, shit. Whatever shall I do? That was a Freudian slip. Whatever shall I do, she said in a high-pitched voice, and Tessa flushed haughtily. So what if Mortman wants to destroy the Shadow Hunters of Britain? I say let them burn. Okay, Katniss, calm down. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, it's so before Tessa lot. could even react, guess who comes in? <laughs> Our bitch Charlotte. A living nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She busts in the door with Brother Enoch, which explains what took her so long, because poor Tessa's just sitting there awkwardly. Like, how yeah. boring must that be? Right. You know Jessamine doesn't have any books in there to read to while she's waiting, so she's literally just sitting there. And Charlotte is like, what did you just say, bitch? <laughs> Let us burn? What was that? Uh, what? <laughs> And Tessa um, notices that Brother Enoch is carrying what we know is the mortal sword. And I'm just like, oh, damn. Mm-hmm. This shit is getting real for Jessamine. Like, this is some real shit. This isn't just her being sent to her room after dinner. Like, you fucked yeah. up, girl. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's big in, time. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Step in the base. Yeah. So Jessamine tries to blame Tessa and say that she, basically, like, she's lying because, and I quote, she's a lying downworlder. Ew. <laughs> But Charlotte's like, no, bro. This is Nate Dog's handwriting, which. Okay. I guess they know that because Tessa said so. Like uh-huh. The letters. Yeah. I don't or know. Sophie. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. No, those were the letters to him. So, no, I don't know. Yeah. yeah they're right. just off of what Tessa said. Yeah. 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 The, yeah, the invitation. I, I don't know. Anyway, so um, I'm curious if Jessamine, like, really feels this way about Downworlders um, or if this is Nate's influence or if it's a mix of both, like. He's giving her the confidence to be even more terrible of a human being. And uh-huh. I don't – do you say racist, I guess? Because that's – I guess yeah. downworlders are kind of a race. <laughs> it's just terrible. It's icky, and I don't like it. And that was just gross. So, anyway, Jessamine breaks um, breaks down and admits that they are in love. And Charlotte accuses her of betraying them. But she defends herself, saying that Tessa is lying, and so is Sophie. That's it. They're all lying. They're uh-huh. all a bunch of liars. Mm-hmm. I, you just overheard me say burn, but what I meant was like sick burn, bro. Not like burn. <laughs> yeah. Super yeah. good cover. Super good cover. No one yep. noticed. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I heard you. So <laughs> Jessamine's defense is that Sophie hates her. So she's basically in on this lie with Tessa and she should be turned out with no references. I 
that is probably one of my favorite lines of Desmond's is like without references like what <laughs> to me it's funny she's like a 17 16 17 year old girl and she knows about people needing references to get jobs and stuff it's just hilarious how many people did she well I guess she was a child but I was gonna say she fired people when she worked she would be when her parents had to work them. for oh yeah she's like yeah. Emily Gilmore from Gilmore Girls to work for okay that Dude, would be is that the mom yeah uh-huh, the, yeah, okay. the grandma, okay. whoever you want to look at it. Yeah. 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 I guess it, I guess it's whoever you substitute yourself for in the show. Okay. I only watched a few episodes, like maybe the first season, but. It depends on when you watch it, I think. Because when I watch it older, okay. I always put myself in Lauren Graham's shoes. But when I was younger, I put myself in Rory's shoes. Uh-huh. I watched it once. I won't rewatch it. Oh. Yeah. It's. It, it was it does not hold up uh-huh i watched it recently the orig- my mom watched it like four times the original stuff oh, is okay. okay but like the la the netflix special they did i felt like ruined everything i was like oh okay this is bad it, it like highlighted all the bad things about the characters huh oh, okay it was really not i watched great. it but i don't remember hmm. it's kind of like i'm gonna go back and i'm watching um seinfeld I've watched a couple mm-hmm. episodes because I feel like I just need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I like Seinfeld. The yeah. Office is yeah. what we're working on right now just because oh, yeah. it's been on TV so much. So, anywho. <laughs> Random side- <laughs> sidebar. Yeah. Charlotte is over listening to this bullshit and just wants to get this mortal sword party on the roll. Like, she's ready to get this party started. Okay. And she tells Jessamine to put her hands out and Tessa gets worried about them, like, hurting her. Um, Like are they going to cut her hands off? Like, why would they want her <laughs> to put her hands her out? Hands She's scared. She's scared. She feels bad for Jessamine already, which is mm-hmm. funny. But Sophie reassures her that it's safe and for truth purposes only. So Jessamine whines that she can't think with that m- monster in the room. So the silent brother, bro Enoch, Charlotte asks him to leave. And I imagine he's just like, oh, man. I wanted to be here Sort of like show. swipe or no swiping. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I guess I'll go wait in the hall. Okay, I have a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Do you think that he can still, like, since, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can still hear everything, right? Oh, yeah. He can hear their thoughts, yeah. right? So... Yeah. Interesting. Do you think he hears all of them at once? Or, like, he just soaks, somehow absorbs what they're thinking and just knows everything in the room? Can he? I He can speak into their mind. I don't know that he can read their thoughts unless he's, like, okay. actively, like, reading their thoughts. Like... Unless they're having, like, a conversation, basically. I don't... But people speak I think out they loud, have, right? like... Yeah, I, I think they have runes and stuff that can, like... Because, obviously, he's, oh. like... um they can ha- like they tried to like break the block in Clary's mind yeah. and stuff by like going in or whatever. Yeah. So I think they have stuff they can do, but I don't think they do that all the time. Okay, yeah. because okay. their mouths are sewn shut, but I don't think they did anything with their ears, right? Mm-mm. Right, yeah. right. Okay, that's fair. But like, I would assume they have like like there's a rune for like heightened hearing or something that he could have went out in the hall. Oh like, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Right, for sure. It's it's yeah, called the cheese may rune. Or if he's got a right. steely, he could just do the thing that Jace did to oh, see the, Jace, the window. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Good cheesy thinking. in the movie, by the way. Yes. Totally true. Okay. So he leaves. And um, we finally get the true love story of Nate and Jessamine. Imagine the bubble going above your head. Okay. So 
Nate starts sending Jessamine letters after Mortmain broke into the Institute. And she wasn't going to reply, but after the third letter, she broke down because, you know, persistence gets a, a girl going, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, <laughs> shows commitment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three whole letters. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she went and met him in the park in the middle of the night. Good plan. Why couldn't mm-hmm. they just Smart. meet in the park in the middle of the day? Does she, does she know a lot of people? Cloak of darkness. So no I one guess. It's got to be more romantic that way. Yeah. The, it, under the stars. <laughs> so Nate had told her that he would only work for Mortmain until he saved up enough money to support them. He didn't want to live. Like, he says he doesn't want to live off of Jessamine's money. Um, that should so, have been her first you know. red flag because we all know Nate would love to live off of somebody else's money. Yeah, she knows he's a gambler. Yeah. Like, that was stupid of her. I mean, I guess she's uh-huh. literally a child still. So yeah. give her a little bit of that. But still. So he proposed to her after their second meeting. <laughs> And promised her the life she always wanted, all the money she could ever want, and that they would have children. Mm, seems legit. And, I'm, and she, yeah, she like stumbles over it. She's like, he said there would be ch- 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 children. <laughs> like a chia pet. And I'm surprised that Jessamine would even want children, by the way. Right? Like, she just doesn't seem very um, loving. Well, she's going to have a nanny and a staff. So yeah. She doesn't That's have to fair. Do anything. Yeah. I think it's about she just gets to have little mini hers. Because if you don't yeah. have kids, then that's like weird in that time, okay. you know, like society wise. Mm-hmm. And she's so worried about what other people think of her. Uh huh. Dude, having a baby now, I cannot imagine having children back then. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> How did they do it? I don't know. Oh, sh- stop. Just a minute, girl. She's like, quit talking shit, bitch. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that hard to take care of. One thing I thought about when I was listening to this, even though there's no, like, it's not about food. I was just thinking about, like, okay, so Jessamine is so obsessed with being normal and being, like, like mundanes in society Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. She So I would have liked to see Jessamine, like, because she, she talks about, like, their linens and this and that and, like, the, the stuff about the household that's not, like, up to her par or whatever. I would love to see Jessamine, like, what what would she tell the 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 staff to make and stuff? Because, like, their food right. is Beef not... Wellington. <laughs> yeah, because, well, because Victorian, like, society food, like, you know, rich people food was a lot of, like, gelatin and, like, weird shit that shouldn't be gelatin being gelatin um but it was a lot of they had a lot of weird food and they eat very like normal basic food and i think that's like a shadow hunter thing but i could see jessamine being like trying to convince the cook to make like some fancy new dessert from france or some shit you know okay Uh uh-huh i would love to see a little more magazine or something like that yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah she's got to be the talk of the town yeah. I just want to, uh, I want to see them eat something really gross, like a meat jelly or something that's like yeah. shaped like a castle. <laughs> yeah. It's a mince pie. <laughs> okay. So Jessamine explains. She goes on and she's like telling their love story, like I said. And she says that they were married in a church with a minister. It was proper. And everything. And Char- <laughs> yeah. Charlotte cuts her off and she's like, girl. How would you even know if it was a real wedding? Like, you don't even know anything about Monday weddings. It was probably a fake minister, probably not even a real church. Like, come on. 
And right. um, there's no way that Nate actually considers you his wifey. And Tessa, or Jessamine, not Tessa, Jessamine starts screaming. And she's like, he does, he does, he does! <laughs> I am Mrs. Tessa. No, fuck. Jessamine Gray. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, chill. And so Charlotte asks um, what else uh, she told Nate. And she admits that she told him everything. And that's why it seemed like um, they were always like one step ahead because they were. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> they knew makes, it all. So that's uh, your makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. So she had warned them. Um, and so they were Mortman had sent the robots over to Will's family home and all of that stuff. And Charlotte's like, yeah, but he didn't scare us into stopping our search like he wanted to, obviously. And Jessamine's like, bitch, that's not that wasn't his plan. Like, <gasps> I don't really get what his plan was, I guess, just to fuck with them and annoy them. Uh-huh. But um, she explains that um, he wasn't trying to get Tessa at the time. He's just going to get her later. Like, he's going to make his move on the Institute and that's when he's going to do it. So obviously he has big plans that somehow she knows about a little bit of, obviously, because she knows that. I think uh-huh. it's convenient the little information that she does know. It's I, I, I'm assuming that they're probably just feeding it to her because mm-hmm. they have to know eventually she's going to get caught. Oh, yeah. And it'll just put them on the other track or whatever. And there's no way that they trust her. Like, they're using her and trying to keep her as much in the dark as possible, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so Charlotte snaps. She's like, this is getting to be too much, okay? Like... Mormaid's not going to come and take over the Institute. And she starts asking questions that Jessamine doesn't know the answers to. And they realize that um, she's told Nate everything, but he hasn't told her, like, anything. Mm-hmm. Right. She is stupid. And for some reason, even after this realization, Charlotte continues to ask questions. Like, they literally said, he hasn't told you anything. And then she just keeps asking questions. Mm-hmm. So she asks about Benny's involvement. Jessamine doesn't know. She knows that Mortmain has something on him, though. Like, but it seems like we all know that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. so she only knows what we know. <laughs> and so Tessa just jumps in and asks about this bullshit about her holding articles of dark magic. So Jessamine admits that she hid the book of the white in the in a floorboard in Tessa's room. And um that was clever. Nate must have told her what to do because I can't uh-huh. imagine her thinking of that. Yeah. <laughs> so Charlotte starts in with the questions again. Tessa reminds her that Nate wouldn't have told her any of this stuff like let's get over it. And Jessamine gets pissed and starts in on Tessa saying how much Nate hates her and blah, blah, blah. And um, Tessa tries to pretend that it doesn't bother her. But um, she finally breaks down and asks um, if Nate told Jessamine what she is. Why would he have done that? I don't know. But apparently he did. Right. Okay. The one, so, the again, one piece of actual information he gave her? Really? Yep. Wow. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Convenient. Convenient. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently um, she is, well, Tessa's father is a demon and her mother is a shadow hunter. So she's a demon hunter. A hunter. <laughs> demon. Hunter demon. Um, so that's shocking. So. Um, <laughs> I love the way you said that. So uh, anyway, that's uh, shocking. So we jump over to Will and Magnus again. And they had both fallen asleep in the drawing room? Parlor? Parlor, what? yeah. I don't know. So Will is on 
Magnus's favorite place on the couch and Magnus fell asleep in a chair and I just find that interesting was bummed when I read that they didn't fall asleep together sad (laughs) (laughs) but Magnus wakes up basically he's like in and out of sleep and he hears the door opening and it's Camille we're like finally bitch we've been waiting for you okay that's what Magnus is Mm -hmm. yeah welcome back welcome back (laughs) so um she and Magnus go back and forth about her not telling him like she was coming. And I'm just like, I don't have to tell you when I come home, bitch. It's my home. Just kidding. And Magnus wants to know where she's been. And she like ignores him and wants to know if she can kiss Will, which I assume is not what she actually meant. <laughs> and that she actually meant kiss his blood. And he's like, no, drink it off the floor. It's fine. There's a bunch of <laughs> <laughs> just kidding magnet just like breezes magnet magnus breezes by and he's just like no where have you been and she says that she's been having dresses made or fitted or whatever in paris but he just flat out calls her out and says you're lying yep i know this bitch you're lying stop it yep yeah you're done yeah you're done <laughs> i specifically asked that question already knowing the answer and knowing that you were gonna lie. <laughs> like your mom <laughs> yeah yeah yep I'm gonna ask you. Uh huh. Be careful I with want your you answer. To really think about it. Yeah. Well, think about your answer. Is that your final answer? All of a sudden, everybody's fucking Regis Philbin. Yep, dude. So Magnus isn't anyone's immortal fool, and motherfucker has receipts. Okay. <laughs> Camille took her subjugate with her, and so you can't track a vampire, but you can track a human. So Magnus tracked the subjugate and found out that she was staying in St. Petersburg. And apparently his informants over there that wrote back that Camille was like holed up with this, like her human lover. Mm. Bitch. Mm. Bitch. Mm. Sad. And Camille's basically just all sorts of like, meh. Meh. Right. And being caught red handed. She's just like, you're right. I was. Does that make you like PB and jealous? (laughs) This guy's just like a distraction and like she had a good time, but she murdered him. So it's all good. It's just right. me and you, baby. Yeah. So <laughs> it's going to be. You can't be jealous anymore. Like, could you imagine that being your life? Like he's dead now. I, I killed him. So like, I don't you can't know if be you've jealous. heard, but I have hoes in different area codes. <laughs> We're immortal. A spring fling is like no big deal. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Magnus is like, whoa. So you took this dude in, he pissed you off, and so, like, you just killed him? Like, what the fuck, dude? What about having, like, compassion or love? Like, she's does like, that mean nothing to you? She's like, I'm a vampire. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> Camille goes on to tell him that a love between two immortals is like a dark constant flame that will burn forever and the concept of fidelity is for the birds or rather for the foolish mortals with their short lifespan he can't really expect her to be faithful to just each other from here until eternity besides um in the end this is how it's going to be because camille quote won't be dictated to sorry i made the font on this really small and i need to bring it closer to me because Camille, quote, won't be dictated to, certainly not by some half-breed. 
then she finishes with a, you said you were devoted to me. So this is how our lives are going to be. And if you don't like it, you can get the fuck out. And I'm sure that you don't want that. <laughs> Damn. <gasps> Damn. Mm. She's cold, It's hard dude. for me to imagine Magnus, which obviously we know he doesn't stay for that. But it's hard for me to imagine Magnus now, knowing him now, uh-huh. like, to accept allowing someone to speak to him that way. Yeah. Like, yeah. bye, bitch. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, like, even even him getting to that point, being in a relationship with someone who's like that, like. And uh-huh. waiting for her after knowing, you know, that she. Yeah. Was with someone because, else. Because, yeah, he knew before. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and just seeing how his relationship with Alec was and how he was, like, very, like, these are my boundaries and, like, this is what. Like, I won't tolerate being treated poorly. Like, this is how I expect mm-hmm. my relationship to be. Uh-huh. He was very upfront about, like, and mature. Whereas Alec was, like, still trying to figure it out. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm not, like, Child. that's, we're not playing like that. Yeah, it's he's a real 17-year-old. Nice <laughs> him before he was that guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, the transition, the growth. Yeah. How he got there, yeah. Okay, I just want to preface that I've been, like, going on tiktok benders so i'm really sorry i'm referencing and um we're just gonna have to deal with it i do that while i'm breastfeeding like all night long (laughs) i love it dude (laughs) so um sorry (laughs) okay magnus feels a sting of emotional damage (laughs) and the burning of a scorned lover well up in his throat and he remembers feeling like the same way when the letter had arrived about her indiscretions but he still waited around for her to get back hoping that she would apologize and tell him like it would have been a mistake obviously it's not gonna happen not likely and not about to simper off with his tail between his legs he devises a devious plan Telling Camille that it's all good. He doesn't need her anyway because he is Will now. And even though he's not immortal like Camille is, he understands what love is. <laughs> and you don't. I <laughs> I feel this move so hard. Like, I could Dude, for totally real. see, <clears throat> like, just being, like, panic mode. I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure we've all done it. Panic mode of being like, pretend to be my boyfriend. Like, <laughs> yep. 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 <sighs> so Magnus goes to like rouse Will, who's obviously tired and delirious and groggy. And um, apparently Magnus had like cast this pain killing spell and it causes like, you know, side effects or whatever. Made him tired. Sleepers. Yeah. So, yep, he's sleepy bear. <laughs> so Magnus tells Will that the lady of the house is back and they got to go. And Will's like, okay, cool. Like, where's my jacket? And he, Magnus tells him that it got ruined by blood. And then he does this sidebar to Camille and he's like, Will's been hunting demons all night. So brave. So brave. <laughs> so brave. And our delirious Harrendale's like, you know what? You're right. I am so brave. I'm a brave little boy. <laughs> I'm a big boy. And Magnus agrees, swoops in and kisses Will. Okay, do you think he mouth kissed him? I think so. It seems more like it would be more appropriate, just a quick cheek kiss, but no. No, it has to be passion. Yeah. And Will starts swatting the air (laughs) around him. And Magnus is like, oh my God, I hope Camille sees this as passion instead of like being taken off guard. Like he's just in the the throes of passion. 
And um, Magnus tells him that, like, it, we really got to go. And so Will stumbles for a second. And then he remembers the tooth. And he goes to pick it up, tucks it into Magnus's waistcoat <laughs> pocket. Perfect. And then winks at Camille and exits the room. Would <laughs> not have worked out any better. He, oh, my God. He instinctively knew how to wing Dude. man that. <laughs> I wrote my I wrote a little note that says, I love the way the scene is written. And now that I've gotten to reread it, I'm able to imagine that Magnus is doing his best David Rose. Uh-huh. And I just love it so much. Just, like, looking back and forth between them, like, Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. So, Camille, like, mm-hmm. Mm. Camille, <laughs> Camille has to have the last word even though Magnus was like already on the way out so she lectures him about hooking up with Shadow Hunter behind her back and having the audacity to do it in her house and he'd better leave and not come back and bitch I ain't gonna fucking tell you twice <laughs> outside Will's like did we was there like um did you like did you just kiss me <laughs> And Magnus is like, no, man, it's a side effect of the spell. It's like weird hallucinations. It's listed on the side. <laughs> it's, it's on the commercial. Yeah. It says, take with food, don't operate heavy machinery, could increase weird hallucinations. <laughs> Will just easily takes this as canon. He's like, okay, cool. Where to next, cabbie? And Magnus is like, look. I got some friends. I got a place to go. You go to the Institute. Um, wait for my correspondence. Once I figure out the whole like demon tooth business, I'll send for you. And so then after that, we're back at the Institute and Tessa's still like reeling over the news of her parentage. But it's like, wait, she ho- thought that she real quick, real quick. So he was just in like basically a, a sleep spell coma. Right. And then Magnus woke him up and he was all confused in there. Right. And they're on the stoop. And then he's like, okay, walk to the Institute. Bye. What? Yeah. I guess I don't know if he was under a sleeping spell. I think it was just a pain killing spell so we could go to sleep. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's just groggy from like being woken up or whatever. But I don't think he put him to sleep. It's an Advil spell. I need one. It is fucked that he doesn't walk him home, though. Yeah. Like, just walk him there, man. Right. So, Tessa's just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. About the news that she got about, like, her parentage. Parent? I don't know how you say that. That's that's the word I use. I don't know if it's legit or not. Yeah, I think it is. And she's telling the room, but basically, like, specifically Charlotte, like, it's not possible. And she cites the information that Will had given her prior because this she's like so shooketh. But this was her idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she came up with it and then like Will said no. But like who's Will? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and Charlotte's like she doesn't believe it either. She's like, yeah, no, no. This bitch is fucked. That's impossible. And Tessa's like, OK, cool. But like she has the sword. She can't lie. Mm-hmm. Like so what she's saying. Must be the truth. Or she must at least believe that it's true, right? Yeah. It doesn't well, have to yeah. necessarily be the truth. Okay. Yeah, that's what Charlotte says. She's like, if, if basically if Morty or Will or Nate lied to Jessamine, but she took it as canon, mm-hmm. then okay. she will be spilling like her truth. Mm-hmm. And it's like true to her. So that's like she actually believed it or whatever. Right. And then like Benedict Arnold <laughs> on the bed chimes in. <laughs> Nate would never lie to me. Uh-huh. 
Ugh. And Charlotte has to take her down um, a peg, explaining, like, okay, look, listen, bitch. Okay, put your listening ears on real good. We all know Shadowhunter blood is dominant. So two things happened. One of two things. Either Jessamine, you were lied to, and Nate is actually a shadow hunter, and you married one, the one thing that you were trying to avoid, fucking dumbass. Or their mother was a mundane and he's lying about Tessa. Like, honestly, she must have known, like Nate must have known that Jessamine was gonna get caught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually, like, that something was going to happen. Like, what did he expect was going to happen to Jessamine when, right. when she eventually got caught? Mm-hmm. And Jessamine tells Charlotte that he expected nothing. She'd basically get a slap on the wrist, like Amanda said, get sent to her room. Yep. But um, Nate really believes that the shadow hunters are weak and that she would be unpunished. And Charlotte's like, the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> yeah, no. You and Benny are traitors. Just wait until the console hears about this. I'm going to go tell dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You you might mention it, but I think it's hilarious that she potentially married a shadow hunter. But Dude, I think it's real? annoying that she didn't connect those dots. Like, he told you what Tessa, Tessa is. He said that their mother that they share is a shadow hunter, and you didn't think about him having shadow hunter blood? I mean, the only other thing you could think of is maybe, like, okay, let's say... The demon, maybe, maybe the mom's not Nate's mom, but the dad that yeah. Tessa thought was the dad is his dad. And so they're he had not really fair or something, but yeah, I don't, it's, it's convoluted. Mm-hmm. Shit's going down. Yeah. For real. <laughs> For real. Sorry. I lost where I was. Okay. Anyway, Justin kind of forces a laugh. Like I'm assuming she's like Brad Pitt. In Fight Club. Yes. Like, whatever. And she explains to Charlotte, like, go ahead, do it. I'd love to see you try. That's just going to further play into Mortmain's plans. Like, that's exactly what he knew was going to happen. That's what he wants you to do. Do your little pony show and slip into his stuff. Like, I don't know why that's the plan, but, like, it is. And how does she know? Okay. It is what it is. (laughs) I just imagine. That's her Karen. It is what it is. Yeah. And Charlotte decides um, that she's, like, done fucking around. Jessamine's pissing her off. She's fucking tired. It's the middle of the night. So she's like, listen, bitch, where's Mortmain? Where is he? (coughs) And Jessamine starts to have a physical reaction to the question. And she starts holding the sword so tightly in her... Toitly? Toitly. Toitly. Um... Okay, so she's holding the mortal sword so tightly in her hands that her it starts cutting her and she starts bleeding. Do you, do you think it's finally, heavy? Like her arms are getting tired too. <laughs> do I get tired curling my hair? Yeah. Like I couldn't imagine. <laughs> and so, like, she says she like busts like musters out the word Idris, and Charlotte is confused. Like, did you just say like? Idris, like our secret fortified homeland, like is that is that? I think you said that, but I don't know if that's what you said. Is that what you said? <laughs> and Jessamine's like, no, nah, no, nah, dog, he's not there. He's not there. It's fine. It's cool. And Charlotte is just beyond herself. She's gonna rage quick, rage quit. The only way a mother can. It's true. No one can rage like a mom, and it's she true. belts out. How can he be in Idris and not be? Save yourself, you stupid girl. Tell us where he is. Mm. 
and Jessamine's begging for her to stop, and with what I'm going to embellish as graceful restraint, Charlotte leaves. She's like, I need to put the baby down. Yep. Take a, take a walk. <laughs> but she returns with Brother Enoch, explaining, like, the confusion. Like, she's she's going to go tell her other dad, and that dad is Brother Enoch. And Jessamine's not telling the truth, and the story's not working. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> the story's not working. It's broken. Oh, no. It's, it's broken. <laughs> oh, no. My mortal sword. It's broken. And then Brother Enoch's like, have you tried turning it all off again? <laughs> have you tried hitting it? <laughs> Maybe he needs an update. You should do a hard reset. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 so, so he's like she, Charlotte's like how the fuck is this bitch saying she's an Idris but like not an Idris like Jessamine has Morty breached the wards of Idris and Jessamine starts choking like gagging and then she musters out that he hasn't like she swears he hasn't and brother Enoch decides to finally enter the chat and he tells them that there's a block on her mind. Something was placed there by Morty. And if they continue to push her, like her heart might stop working and she'll die. He's just going to take her back to the silent city and then they'll pick open the block. Like, and then they'll get to the bottom of it. It sounds easy. E. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, no, thanks. Easy. E then takes the sword from Jessamine <laughs> who promptly starts to freak the fuck out about the possibility of going to the city of bones. Oh. And it, she refers to it as the bone city or the city of bones, which I think is just weird. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte tells her that she can save herself the trip. If she just tells them where Morty is, like just tell us what we want to know. And in response to that, Jessamine starts crying, which is always fucking helpful. Yeah. So brother Enoch goes over and lifts Jessamine up like onto her feet. So he's got Jessamine's shoulder. I'm assuming collarbone, neck, whatever in one hand and the mortal sword in the other and this Ugh. mortal sword's fucking huge so this guy's gotta be like yeah it's gonna be huge like balling yeah. up yeah he's big yeah it's gonna be balling <laughs> yeah it's big. Tell me he's how a b-ball player telling me how old you are <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> i use the word balling in casual conversation <laughs> dude it gets it just gets worse so Jessamine begs Charlotte not to make her go to the graveyard alone. Like, she's, I'm, I'm literally going to die of fear. I'm literally going to die. Yeah. Guys, I'm going to die. Don't Lit- do this to me. Turly. <laughs> but Charlotte tells her that she should have thought about that before she betrayed the ancient and noble house of Fairchild. Guards seize them. Yep. <laughs> or more like, take her away, easy. Get him out of so here. So he does. Yeah. <laughs> Get him out. Lifting a pleading Jessamine over his shoulder, caveman style, as Coolio's 1995 hit Gangster's Paradise plays, and he pulls her down the corridor, her shrieks abruptly ending. She's like, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That's nothing more perfect. No quoted song has ever been quoted in this podcast of being more accurate. That's what's happening. So Tessa is yeah, exactly. <laughs> After witnessing this, Tessa's all kinds of PTSD like horror struck. She's having like yeah. dark yeah. sister stuff. But Charlotte tells her that like Jessamine didn't like he didn't hit her over the head. Like he probably just put a rune of quietude on her. Um Mm-mm. and so weirdly she's like she's gonna be fine. It's all fine. 
So she sits on the bed and just says one word, and that word is Henry. Okay, before we move on, that is way more horrifying. I would rather someone knock me out than put a rune of quietude on me. Yep. Dude, you can't scream when you're terrified? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Mm -mm 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 -mm. That's a no for me, dog. Mm Mm-hmm. Zero out of ten. <laughs> Do not <Yeah>. recommend. <laughs> Do not recommend. So Sophie's like, Henry, like, should I go wake him up? Do you want me to go get him? And to me, I was just like, didn't you see Henry when you went to wake up Charlotte? But I'm remembering it's Victorian times and they probably have separate bedrooms because that's the thing. Oh, yeah. Anyway. And Charlotte's like, no, he's in the crypt working. And then all I could think of was a fucking crypt keeper. And it got me really distracted. Like, legit. But um, basically, she explains, like, he's down there. Like, I couldn't bear the thought of going to go get him. Like, I didn't want him to be here for this. Jessamine's been with him since she was really young. And um, this whole interaction, like, it would have broke him. Like, he doesn't have it in his heart to be cruel to people. Like, basically, he's not like me. He's got a compassion she and has tessa, compassion well and that's what tessa says she's like you're not cruel either and charlotte's just like i do what i have to do and then she tries to say like there's nothing to worry about like reassuring tessa but she's really trying to reassure herself like when you talk to other people's kids through you by yelling at your kids mm-hmm. yeah and then she starts to like just burst into tears oh and that's that's it that's wow. all folks just that's the, that's it the cliff downer. you're hanging off of. <laughs> I'll tell you, this is one of my favorite chapters just because of that Magnus kiss. That was so funny. Oh my gosh, yes. I absolutely loved it. Okay, make sure that you've read chapter 14, The Silent City, for next week's episode. For behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlder Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.